the stuffed penguin. No, that doesn't make any sense. The Bob the Minion. No, that doesn't make any sense. The Sandy the Squirrel of podcast bass players. That's Fish B over there. There's a snowstorm outside, appropriately admired currently by Super Gladys Wonder Kitty. Bonjour, amigos. Bienvenidos, secret friends. So I'm not sure exactly what's happening with the trials of Trump. Because now the Alvin Bragg case, the New York case, the Stormy Daniels hush money thing that attorney Michael Cohen already did hard time for, now this case has moved to the front of the line. What, what is going on here? Of all the cases that Donald Trump faces, rhyme unintentional unless you want to bring in Nancy Maces. Um, yeah, what the fuck? What the fuck? So this thing is now scheduled in New York for March 25th which apparently means the election interference case in D.C. is on hold, they say, until late spring, but it feels like indefinitely, doesn't it? And here's a prediction. I don't think the New York D.A., in this case, Alvin Bragg, I'm not 100% sure that his office actually envisioned this thing going to fucking court. And it couldn't have been a priority in the office when, logistically, you're behind three other court cases. But, uh, But now there he is in the spotlight. So my prediction is that the Trump side is obviously going to want to push it back and delay. But I actually think the prosecution, I think Alvin Bragg is the team that's going to ask for an extension on this thing. Color me skeptical. Uh, Something is not right here. Because out of nowhere, on the same day, that uh, that Fonnie Willis's it, case is falling apart with her lover's triangle or quarrel or whatever the fuck is happening there. The day when that's on TV breaking down, uh, what's generally considered the weakest case against Trump is suddenly fucking first. We'll see. We'll see. As I said, color me skeptical. I, I still have significant doubts that any of these cases will really see the light of day before the election. So I put off bringing it up until now. I hope you had a good Ash Wednesday slash... Valentine's Day, but that, of course, today means a uh, a tragic holiday 
It's Broken Dick Thursday. You didn't mean to do it, but you done did it. It's uh, it's Broken Dick Thursday. I just, I just, fingers crossed, Mantis has prayed that uh, relief is brought to you and your lover. So don't forget tomorrow, sweet Jesus, it feels good to be single Friday. Then there's the, oh my God, I'm so sorry, Saturday. And it just goes on from there. Fishbeat, did you hear about the woman in Oregon that went to the doctor? I know that's not much of a setup. I'm not, I'm not walking you into anything here, but this is nuts. And uh, if I sound a little, it's because I'm basically working on no sleep. And then I've been on the phone with, with doctor's offices all morning, so... Doctors are on the mind. But but this woman in Oregon goes to the doctor. Something that happens, you know, thousands and thousands of times every single day. Oregon woman goes to doctor. Uh, they run a bunch of tests. They can't figure out what the fuck is wrong with her. And she, finally she comes back. And the doctor, I imagine, is like, uh, I got good news and bad news. Which would you prefer first? And she's like, well, I'll take the good news. And the doctor looks her dead in the eye and goes, uh, the good news is we found out what's wrong with you. And she's like, oh, thank goodness. What, what on earth is the bad news, doc? Well, the bad news is... <laughs> You have been diagnosed with the bubonic plague. Woman in Oregon, sick as hell, goes to the doctor. They can't figure it out. Good news, bad news. We figured it out, but uh, the bubonic plague. Do, do, do we even have the... I don't. I feel like that's just not like like a penicillin and an amoxicillin and uh, some some rest uh, type thing. I mean, what what on earth? The, I didn't know that was an option on the on the wheel of diagnoses. Um, shout out to the doctor and the lab team that. That nailed that. They're they're like I've seen this somewhere before. Where where's that thousand year old slide? Oh yes, oh yes. Nothing to worry about. Uh, it's just uh, it's just it's just the bubonic plague. We'll see if we'll see if that starts going around. Nothing. Uh, the thing about the plague. Uh, Been known to cause uh, historical, shall we say, disruptions in everything. Because it's a fucking bubonic plague. I would also like to point out, Fishby, is I haven't brought it up in a couple days, but it doesn't mean I'm not serious. This is the official podcast of Whitmer Klobuchar 
You know, I've got to renew my passport this month. I might put the name down as Sir Bon Bon's Nutty McNutty. I anticipate no problems there. What's the secret to a per perfect breakfast burrito? Well, this entirely depends on taste. I know last night I made a I made a big batch of burrito breakfast burrito stuffing, and you, you gotta get uh, you gotta get the quantities right. I went with four large like steak like 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 the baker potatoes, the big size one. Bake those a day ahead of time, then you. Cut those all up nice. Throw them in a big frying pan with an entire stick of butter. Salt, pepper, have some fun now. Then you need a dozen eggs, which is convenient because that's the amount they sell them in. So you gotta crack all those and you gotta put them in a big bowl and then you gotta add just a little bit of heavy cream. A little bit of salt, a little bit of pepper. You gotta whip it up real good. You gotta whip it up. You gotta break the yolks. You gotta whip it up real good. So four big potatoes, 12 eggs. And then I just like ham and cheese in mine. Like I'll chop up a bunch, like, like a pound of ham maybe. And do sausage, whatever. And I've actually found, and then just cheese. I, I found that the more shit you start adding is is not is not always a plus. Like even salsa, peppers. I mean, you can do all kinds of things according to taste, but sometimes just something simple. You know, comparatively, I think that's why the why the egg McMuffin is so beloved. It's, it's just something fucking simple, but it, it's all good things. All right. You're welcome for that two minutes that we just spent on crafting breakfast burritos. Um, 
And will there be a shame-inducing public flogging tomorrow? Yes, but of course. But of course. there. It's Friday, right? The day after Broken Dick Thursday. Yeah, I'm not not looking forward to that, but it's happening. Let's let's breeze on over to today's brilliant question. And just FYI, brilliant is in parens in the phrase brilliant question. Today's category, that's heavy yo. And the question is Who's the heaviest animal? A female giraffe, a silverback gorilla, or George the animal steel? What, no, no Muppets animal? My second favorite drummer in the world. Uh, So, who's the heaviest of those animals? A female giraffe, a silverback gorilla, or George the Animal Steel? Oh, man. I mean, it's been a long time since I've actually seen a silverback gorilla, so... You guarantee to see giraffes at the zoo. They're fucking huge. I'm going to say the lady giraffe is the heaviest compared to a silverback gorilla or George the Animal Steel. And that's my final answer, Reege. And ding, ding, ding. Lady giraffes can get up to 16 feet tall. 2,600 pounds. Silverbacks are like 450 pounds. And George the Animal Steel was a cool 275. I mean, have I gotten two days in a row? I, I don't fucking remember. But I am I am thrilled here. I am... I, can, we, can, we, can we just take a moment of silence and recognize the brilliance of identifying the giraffe? Thank you. I think that was deserved and appropriate. Uh, We'll be back tomorrow for the public flogging. Till then, say adios.